Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook has invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts. Learn more about their ongoing work at about.fb.com safety. Hey everybody, I was just sitting here thinking about relationships in general and just uh, just hearing how people talk to each other. Uh, I've been recently watching a lot of shows about uh, like family dynamics and uh, just a bunch of different things revolving around um, interpersonal relationships. And it's my firm belief that if we could recognize the own our own uh emotional immaturity and underdevelopment within ourselves I think that it would be a much easier to to recognize that and then to make substantial changes in how we handle ourselves when we don't feel like we're being we're being heard or how we handle ourselves when we don't feel like we're being correctly understood I think it could go a long way I don't think it's a healthy thing for every conversation to turn into an argument. I don't think it's a healthy thing for people to yell at the top of their lungs at any at people. I don't think that that's a way to assert your authority or to retain your, your dignity or your respect in a relationship. If you have to yell at the top of your lungs, if, if you feel like you have to yell at the top of your lungs to maintain respect or to maintain order, I think that that's, that's a, a huge sign of dysfunction in that relationship. I don't think it's necessary to have to curse everybody out in the house just to to express what you think is, you know, an important issue. To curse everybody out in the house because, you know, the back door is open or because the air conditioner is on and somebody goes in and out of the house. I think, you know, that's stuff that we we accept because we love the people, but I think that it's 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 far healthier to to have real conversations that start off with respect for one another, respect for yourself and respect for the person that you're communicating with in order to have a a mutual resolution being one that both parties are clearly heard, both parties are understood and there's respect across the board. You don't have to agree with what they say but you should at least respect what people have to say. And I think that, you know, it's it's unfortunate because what happens, and I was saw it happen with one of, one of the families that I was watching on a TV program, they were talking to each other and they weren't listening to each other. And one person was saying one thing and the other person was saying another thing. And of course, when they recounted their stories to other people, each one said, You know, the other one said this, which wasn't true. And the other one said, well, she said that, which wasn't true. And they didn't even get a full understanding of what the other person was trying to say. They only heard the part that offended them and they responded emotionally in an attempt to protect their their dignity, I guess, or to protect their respect. Not not considering what that other person was even really saying or not considering, you know, what what their their intent was. And in talking to my wife about it, I said that 
that's that's one of the main reasons that in having a conversation in general, even if somebody says something completely outlandish that I don't agree with categorically at the onset, I like to ask the question, like, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like, I want to, I want to, for me, I want to resolve the conversation with, if I don't agree with you, I want to resolve it with, I don't agree with you fully understanding, fully understanding your position. Because if I don't fully understand your position, I can't really say that I disagree with you because I don't understand where you're coming from. But if we've had a conversation and you've explained exactly what your position is and I can I can uh, restate it to you and we we were at a clear understanding about what your position is and I still don't agree, then that's something different. But I think that we have to we have to work to get to that point. We have to be mature enough to say that. You know, I don't understand everything about the situation and I could be wrong and I want to know exactly where you're coming from. And I think that that's so bothersome for me, especially, you know, in I won't say especially just people in general. I think that you have to you have to be more mature than that. And I know a lot of relationships I was in when I was younger it was never acknowledged, you know, everybody's just angry at everybody, you know, it's seemingly out of nowhere, where it all, it all comes from somewhere, and I found that for myself, you know, specifically, a lot of times that I would get into arguments and relationships, it was about something else that really wasn't about that person, like, I remember having an argument about, uh, soap, kitchen soap, like, what, uh, in the kitchen, a lot of times I would leave there's soap for the dishes, and then if you want to wash your hands, there would be hand soap there. And I didn't like the way that the uh, the woman, my ex-wife at the time, how she she left uh, the soap there. And I remember being so passive-aggressive because what would have solved the issue was to have an open conversation about why I felt the way I felt about the soap. And had I had that conversation, and had I had the maturity to have that conversation... I would have understood in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that important. But at that time, I did not. I made a huge deal out of it. And I, in my, in hindsight, it was, to me, disrespectful how I handled that situation. How I, how I spoke to her about it was disrespectful and it never solved the issue. I never got to, we never resolved it in a, in a, in a useful way. All it did was just breed more resentment. I didn't like that. So uh, as I got older, I corrected those things within myself. It was never really about the other person. It was always about me. So in, in that, that in regard to what the, what the real issue was. So as I got older, I learned to, to have those conversations that were difficult at first, but very, very necessary because you can't lash out because you didn't have a conversation earlier that you needed to have. So I make it a point to be better with that so I don't have those lash out moments. And I make it a point to be better with that so I can understand the other person and that we can have peace. Because above all else, that's, that's what's most important, maintaining peace. So I think that uh, in addition to doing checks and balances with yourself, you have to be 100% honest with yourself in order to, to have you know, cohesive conversations and productive conversations, especially if you're in a relationship with the person that you say you love and that you say you, you care for and you want to be with. You have to have those those conversations that facilitate growth. 
because in my opinion, and it's always been this way for me, I don't believe that as an adult, I can raise another adult. I'm not here to train anyone. No one's there to train me. I'm not there to break habits. I'm not there to do any of those things. I'm there to enhance the quality of your life, not create the quality, but just to enhance what you what you have in your life, to, to bring growth to it, to add to it. Just like I believe that my, my wife is there to do that for me. And if those things aren't happening, then we have discussions about that. And if it's for me, if it's something where the person is adamantly against, you know, what I need or what I say, you know, I don't like and they don't want to make changes and they don't want to make any concessions whatsoever, then that's a relationship that has no growth and I have to I have to move on. But I think that just thinking about those relationships, it's very important that you have open communication. And for me, at this stage in my life, I'm at a position where even if it's a, a difficult topic to talk about, I would rather crash into the wall than to have that festering and going on continually where you have to deal with those things. Because if it's a, a tough issue, I would rather face it head on and have arguments and be mad and say things that you have to you know, ask for forgiveness for later on than to have those things floating in the air. I believe in getting to resolution. So let's get to the resolution and have peace afterwards. We don't we don't have to deal in mess. So those are just the things that I was thinking about. So, all right. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to one day early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got great 